Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe and Shelly Abish. Yes, we are going to talk retirement, but before we turn to the financial page, let's take a gander at the sports page. Abe, being the hometown guy that you are, such a Nationals fan, did you think in the spring there was any way possible that the Nats would make it further than they ever did in postseason play? much less make it all the way to the World Series. I did not, but uh, I'm glad I'm a DC diehard sports fan regardless, you know, and uh, kudos to the Nationals for getting as far as they ever have. And you've had a lot of fun cheering them on to the World Series? Of course. But no, they started off the season terribly and then just kept on fighting back. And I just love that story of persistence. Matter of fact, I think they go by the hashtag right now of with stay in the fight. <laughs> yep. I like that. And I yep. know you as a baseball fan and being born and raised in this area, this is very special to you. Yes, you would love the World Series no matter what was going on, who was playing. There's a lot of analogies to be made to our finances, to retirement. I think so. I think you can compare baseball to investing in the market. You know, we always talk to our clients about, hey, you want to avoid the home runs and the strikeouts, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's nice to have the home runs from time to time. But if we're investing to hit that home run in the market, then we better be prepared to have a strikeout. And in baseball, it's better to get on base. It's better to hit the singles and doubles. Yes, every now and then you're going to have a triple. Every now and then you're going to have a home run. That's fantastic. But the more you're on base, the better the chance is that you're going to be able to score. So if we're relating that to retirement, we want to get on base. We want to hit the singles and doubles. We want to avoid losing, you know, avoid striking out with our retirement. We don't want to go for the home runs. And I think if we're going for consistent, steady, stable yields and returns, especially the closer and closer we get to retirement, the safer we're going to be, right? It's going to be a better story for us as we're heading into the income phase of retirement. When you're in the growth phase of retirement and you're accumulating and you're young and you've got 10 plus years left before you are going to call it quits and stop working. Yes, we can be more aggressive. We can go for those home runs sometimes because we're going to get them. We're also going to have the strikeouts. But as we transition into the income phase of retirement and into retirement in general, we want to go more for those singles and doubles. So that makes a lot of sense, but Mm -hmm. I would like to understand how that's ever worked with a real life person, someone that Mm -hmm. me and the rest of our listeners here on WMAL can relate to. How has this panned out? Sure. So one lady we're working with in particular, she's done really well for herself. She's 65. She lives in DC. She's going to retire in three years at 68. She's a nurse at a hospital there in DC, saved about $2 million. As a nurse. As a nurse and has done really well, just saved, you know, been saving for 40 years, 40 plus years. And hey, in my opinion, she has won the game, right? (laughs) $2 million. She's won the game, in my opinion. She'd really have to make some big mistakes to not win the game in retirement, right? With $2 million, if you're getting 4% on that $2 million, that's Mm $160,000 in in interest income alone that you can generate. And you can do that by being very conservative. You do not have to take a lot of risk to get, you know, a 4% yield or return on your investments. 
And so that's one of several reasons why she came to us. Number one, she didn't have a plan at all. She had no Hmm. retirement income plan. She had the money there. She just didn't know Mm -hmm. how she was going to pay herself, it sounds like. That's right. She had a growth plan. She had an accumulation plan. And this is the type of plan that most of our clients have when they initially come to us and they say, you know what, Abe, I've got this money. I feel pretty confident, but I don't feel 100% confident because I have no plan for the future. Here I am. Here's my 2 million. I'm 65. I'm retiring in three years. Help me cross the finish line. Help me cross the finish line as safely as I can. And then help me have this money last me the next 30 years. She's a healthy 65-year-old female. So there's a very good chance she'll live another 25, 30 years into her probably 90s. That's a long time that we have to have this money last. And so we are going to help her to try to insulate herself from all the things that can foul up that great growth plan. Higher taxes, a health care man is something at top of many females' minds is, hey, I'm healthy and I'm in my 50s and 60s. I'm going to live in a, a long time. Mm -hmm. And I need to be prepared for that. And I bet with her being a nurse, that's even more top of mind since she sees it every day. Sees it every day. And that's one of four or five things that can really erode someone's wealth is a long-term care event because the government doesn't pay for it. It's not included in our insurance. We either have to pay for it on our own or self-insure and take some of the money we've saved, set it aside for a future long-term care event. So this lady's done a great job. In my opinion, she's won the game from a savings standpoint. She's hit those home runs, especially the last 10 years. Now for her, it's more about staying on base. Let me avoid the strikeouts. Let me just stay on base and get some reasonable, modest yields and returns because she doesn't need you know, a home run at this point. Since she's retiring in three years, I'm sure... She mentioned a thing or two that she'd like to spend her time doing. I mean, since you're putting Mm -hmm. together a retirement income plan, I know Mm -hmm. part of that is allocating for the necessary things and the fun things. Mm -hmm. What's she looking forward to? Well, most of our clients like to travel. Uh, She does have some grandchildren. She has got some grandchildren she wants to spend time with, and she wants to do a lot of traveling. She hasn't been able to do that in her working career as much as she's wanted to. And she doesn't want to be a burden on her kids or grandkids. So if she can travel and get out there and kind of see the world, spend a lot of time with her family, I think to her, that's going to be a a successful and content retirement for her. And like you said, she's really already won the game, if you will. But truthfully, retirement Mm -hmm. and the future of your financial life, no, it's not a game. It's something we know that you listening take very seriously. Abe does as well. He and the team have over 40 years combined experience in financial services. And that experience can be on your side. If you'd like to understand better where you stand with what you've worked so hard to save and invest so far and where you stand when things change on Wall Street since life is overall pretty good right now, connect at retirementkeyradio.com. So there's been big news recently about pensions because unfortunately another plan is biting the dust. General Electric is freezing pensions for some 20,000 employees and offering buyouts for more than 100,000 former employees. Abe, that's scary news for anyone listening right now who's been counting on a pension for their retirement. Any advice for those folks? Is it doomsday time? Well, I don't think it's doomsday time, but it is cause for alarm, I would say. You know, here is GE, a huge big time company that you would hope could continue to pay you that pension that you're going to receive. We we actually have several clients that are you know, former 
and current GE employees that are going to be receiving those pensions and some whose pensions are being frozen. They're one of these 20,000 employees whose pensions are being frozen. So they're definitely concerned. And then we see a lot of other companies in the news over the last few years. Freddie Mac, Verizon, a lot of our Mm -hmm. clients are with Verizon, employed at Verizon. And then Johnson and Johnson has been in the news and, you know, with the, the lawsuits, you just wonder, we really tell our clients not to rely 100% on these pensions because who knows what's going to happen to these companies over the next 20 and 30 years. I mean, look what happened with Bear Stearns and the Lehman Brothers and mm-hmm. other big companies. And and here where we are in the DC metro area on the toll road here, there were companies that were built in a day and down in a day during the tech bubble, just up and down and gone forever. And a lot of our clients had a ton of company stock in those companies and it's, you know they were gone in an instant. So we don't want to rely too much on these company pensions. And there are some that are very strong. Obviously, the the government's pensions, a lot of our clients are current and uh, former government employees with the FERS and CSRs pensions. Those are strong. And then we have a lot of clients that are teachers and former teachers with pensions. Those have seemed to do okay. So there are some good ones too. But uh, I think the onus is, is on our part now more than ever before. With all these companies doing away with pensions, I think it puts a lot more pressure on us to make sure we're doing the right things with our money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've helped a lot of our clients with these pension decisions with this cause for concern, you know, with GE and other companies, does it make sense? Is it smart to leave that whole thing there for the rest of your life, that whole pension? Or should you take a lump sum payout? Hmm. You know, that's what they're offering now for 100,000 employees, former employees who have not yet received the pension are these buyout options. And so we've helped many clients to decide and give them good ideas. Hey, should we leave it there? Should we take it on our own and maybe create our own pension through an annuity, through something that's going to create pension-like income, but not with that company, with an insurance company instead? These are decisions that we help our clients with all the time. I think the onus is on us much more to do everything we can do in our power to make sure we're invested the right way and that we're saving the right way from here on out. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish. NBM number 770-3575.